this podcast is so extreme. I know. From just the silliest game. Just talking about being tempest of the Holy Spirit and backing scripture. If anyone can oh, hear me, help him. me. Dude, I- Welcome to the Afterthoughts podcast, where we share our thoughts after stuff. Sure. Ryan, Doug, yeah. how are Ethan, we? Doing great. Thanks for having my, us, man. My Kayla thoughts house. after your welcome was you did a great job with the welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, we are going to talk, as we do, life, faith, mm. what's going on in the world. Have some fun. And today, we have a special guest for yes. the episode. Going to join us. Oh, boy. So let's get her in here. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing to the set, Emily Franklin. Let's go, Em. Emily, welcome to the Afterthoughts podcast. Guys, thank you so much. Happy to have you. Thanks for being here, Emily. The honor is all yours, Em. Yes, it is. (laughs) Good to see us, and uh, glad you're here. Uh, Tell us just a quick bio about yourself. About myself. Um, Grew up in a very small town in Missouri. Nice. been in church my whole life, studied worship leadership in college, and then went to Denver to intern with Red Rocks mm. Worship in Denver. Worked there for a bit, and then when you guys launched this location, you decided you'd have me here. So I came on down, and I've been our worship leader since 2019. We recruited her. Yeah, sure did. Hell Great yeah. worship leader. Said, pack your bags, Em. You're moving to Austin. Thanks, And it's been, it's been great. <laughs> yep. Let us acclimate you at the set. Okay. If you need to call anyone, we have a phone here. Okay. You just... Pick the number you need, <laughs> dial it this way, and then the next number. Very efficient. To dial the phone number, so feel free to use that. Yeah. Uh, if you ever, if someone's ever talking and you feel like you have something, a thought or anything that you'd like to join, you can chime in. You can chime in. Feel free. <laughs> Those are chimes. Yes, yeah, so you oh, can yeah. chime in. Yeah. Um, you just let me know if you need that. Make yourself at home. <laughs> want you to feel. <laughs> a chime is a really loud. What is, what category of things is a chime? It's not an instrument. You would know. It's a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. So it is an Doug instrument. Is correct, yeah. Well, I stand corrected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're 0 for 1, dude. I feel like it could also start. be considered a, a wind instrument. Yes. Because, really? Because mm-hmm. if they're outside. Oh, the because wind, the wind. Yeah. Wait, but what about a violin? Is that a wind? Nope, that's a string. 0 for 2? Although you can play a violin outside. <laughs> What's an example of a wind instrument? A wind instrument, if a you will. A wind instrument is something that has like typically a reed, so like a three. saxophone. A clarinet. Okay. So a chime is not. Why a is it called a wind? Because it uses oh, wind air. air through yeah. a reed oh, for four. that vibrates yeah. the reed to make the sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's explain, good to know. Explain music to Ethan real quick. <laughs> uh, don't In your best I don't words. have the time nor the passion. Seems like you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody's having a great time on the Afterthoughts oh, podcast no. today. You it's should, all, it's you all should, an act. You should check it out, though, man. Down. You should check it out. Check music. what out. Music. <laughs> You're going to love music. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's fun. That's just a good time for everybody. Uh, let's start with a little game. Sure. You may not know this because this is a serious faith-based podcast, but <laughs> we also like to have a little fun around here. All right. We got a game today. Jacob and Kayla, the geniuses behind this all, thought up this game. Well, Jimmy Fallon thought up this game. Oh, wow. Which, by the way, I don't know if you remember, I said I'd love to have him on the show. So, How are we doing with that? Any movement? We're close. Yeah, (laughs) we're close. I keep expecting that to ring and it's Jimmy. I know. Any second. It's going to be. I know his number, so. Um, Jacob and Kayla have a great game. Okay. We're going to play here. The Whisper Challenge. Ooh. So here's how it works. Is this a wind game? 
Yeah, so it's a wind. Uh, oh, nice. nice. Uh, oh, you're just going to do great here. Um, you, you're going to start. Okay. If it's your turn, you put these Bluetooth Technologies headphones on. Okay. Which is a crazy thing, because uh, Kayla's going to be able to play music on those yep. from her phone remotely. You wow. put those on, it's going to be loud music, while somebody else is whispering a word to you that you're trying uh, to make out what it is they're saying. Okay. Sounds fun, man. It's gonna Can't be wait. fun. This is just a wind wind for everybody, uh, you know. Okay, so I'm supposed to be nice. First. Thank you. Hey, Doug's here. <laughs> signed on. I'm taking up Doug space. Doug signed on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for you, Emily. Okay. I chose a. I chose a. Nice. A Broncos hat. The Broncos. Nice. Football season about to start. We'll talk okay. about that. In a Big minute. week. So put these on. So put those on. And yep. Are you still talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> and the music will start, and then you start guessing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're good. Just put them on. Okay. Here's believe Ryan, Emily. you're going to pick one of these out of the Broncos hat. Okay. I'm playing now. And this is, is it playing? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> Can you hear anything? <laughs> I hope it's Red Rocks Worship. All right, you have to try to, you whisper it into the microphone so people know what it is. Okay, okay. SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay, and now look at Emily and now start mouthing or whispering it. That's SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, she's done this before. You got it. Biggest influence in Emily's life. SpongeBob SquarePants. All right. Doug, you want to try one? I would love to. Great. This is not worship music. Oh. What song is it? Ooh. Guys, is that a... Uh, secular? <laughs> we'll meet after. Okay, Doug. <laughs> Silly goes. Okay, now, now whisper it to Emily. And you... Em what is it? Keep guessing. Telenews? Keep trying. Close. Why would it be that? <laughs> what? Final oh, guess. Silly. Final guess. M. Stop M. the music. Oh, silly goose. Yeah. 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 Right. Why would it be that? Oh, it was telenews. Yep. Yeah, I feel like I can't tell how loud okay. I am. Pretty loud. Yeah, that's the fun part of the game. Very loud. Okay. Put that there. Yep. Okay. Gorilla. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're a nun. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> oh, gorilla. Gorilla. Ah, okay. The animal that Emily could take this in a fight. Like, I can't tell how loud I am, and I feel like I'm screaming. She's so unintimidated by gorilla. Just put on the headphones. Doug, you get the Buffs hat. Let's yeah. go Buffs. Let's go Buffs. All right. Oh, wait. These, these are Ryan's. Oh, yes. They even put them by who gets what. Never mind. Doug, you get the Stanley Cup champion. Let's go Avs. Colorado Avalanche, baby. Two Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Emily. Okay. <laughs> this is weird without the music. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Are you ready? Whisper yep. it. Can ascend the mountain of God. Wow. <laughs> hey, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm probably the worst person <laughs> I know yeah. at lip reading. Yes. Are, I don't think I'm going to get any. But you still, have to, you still have to guess. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> no, no cussing in these? <laughs> okay. That's what I was Come on, Doug. <laughs> this is an appropriate show. Okay. We don't do cussing. No cusses here. I haven't cussed since 2002. 
Is that right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Do it again wow, one more time. 21 years? <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. You went through high school without cussing? I don't mm-hmm. believe you for a second. Mm-hmm. Take a guess. Hold. <laughs> Holy. Are you singing the song? Yeah. It's so hard listening to a different song. <laughs> He's, understanding. He's understanding the game. <laughs> Do it to the camera. <laughs> it's, it's who, can as, who can ascend the mountain of God? He can't so. hear you, so. Guys, I don't know. I'm going to guess, hey, now God. you're an all-star. <laughs> Let the game on go yes. play. Yeah, okay. No. no. Will you pause it so she can tell him? It's uh, who can ascend the mountain of God. <laughs> <laughs> who is- can ascend? <laughs> Red Rocks Worship, new song. Great song. It's a pretty niche choice for this game and for All right, people. Doug. Yep. We're going to redeem. You got to redeem yourself. You got the music on? Oh, yeah. Bondi Beach Rescue. Okay. No Whisper idea. To this guy. As Ryan's doing this, I'll give you a little backstory. Doug had to be rescued by the Bondi Beach lifeguards as the dumb American who got caught in a riptide on the show Bondi Beach Rescue. Bondi Beach Rescue? Yeah. yeah. Ryan's really, really good at this game. Well, Ryan's it's only because you, it was, good at lip you did charades also. Try to pick charades. What's the opposite of lip reading? Lip, lip telling? Why is there an opposite? I don't know. I'm reading. Oh, I see what you lip, mean. Lip. Um, okay, well, can you fact check that for us? <laughs> okay, Doug. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a tough one. Do it again. (laughs) Are you Arnold Schwarzenegger? No way. Wow. Wow. Doug Kinnison. All right. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. All I right. felt I felt alone and isolated. Yeah. Okay. Now no one can hear me, so I can just talk bad about all of them <laughs> Everyone, the entire time. <laughs> no one can hear me all now. The things Everyone is stupid except me. This Luke, is great. Luke Dunphy. Uh-huh. Ryan's getting the Buffs hat. Let's go Buffs. Go Buffs. All right. Here we go. Good song selection. Oh. Okay. Oh, I can hear uh, it. Oh, that's this, loud. This makes a lot of sense for Ryan. This is pumpkin spice latte. Oh, yeah. Big coffee right. guy. Pumpkin spice. Ryan drinks just an Americano. <laughs> Terry Black's Give me the barbecue. coffee. Nope. Give me the coffee that just tastes the worst. Just... Tastes like burnt coffee beans with water. I'll have that. Baby back ribs. <laughs> Ryan's hungry. This guy's really thinking about barbecue. <laughs> Big chilies guy as well. Yeah. These are so long. It's like a whole phrase. Do it one more time. I don't know the first word. Okay. Do it one more time. <laughs> Do you know any of the words? Doug still thinks Ryan can hear him. Buddy the Elf. <laughs> <laughs> he really doesn't know how this game works. Buddy the Elf. You pause it. No. Correction, Tom. you don't know any of the words. It's <laughs> 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 so, so hard with the music. Pumpkin Spice Latte. Pumpkin Spice Latte. Pumpkin was hard for you. Buddy the Elf. All right, Doug. Actually, it's all hard I've just got Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody <laughs> blasting so loud in my ears. Oh, man. Let's go, Buffs. 
right side up. He may. Oh. Wow, Doug is ready. All right, let's go. Right side up. Right side up. Whoa. Whoa. I'm just bad at this game. A great I, I book. Think if you're your siblings, lobby. it's easier. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been told I'm a great enunciator. Probably as kids, they had to like whisper, like, don't tell them. You know? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. All right, you got one more? All right, let's go. Can I get a new song? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's just trying to listen to music. <laughs> All right. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. I know it's not, let's bless him. <laughs> that's what I keep hearing. Let's bless him. That story so bad. Okay. Oh, I lost him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got this. You got to do it. <laughs> you, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's like a it's a whole sentence. <laughs> can't, can't Good it. job, Ryan. Yes, that is a sentence. <laughs> hold on. Ryan, Ryan's hold really on. having a problem <laughs> with how many words these are. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a new song? <laughs> it's so high maintenance in this game. This song's so loud. <laughs> Hold on. So it again. It, yep. Yeah, get him a new song and then we'll be able to hear it. I would like to be able to hear the words. <laughs> we got to focus. This song's the problem. <laughs> I don't know when you guys are starting. <laughs> and so I feel like Am you're I right. doing it? Like halfway it's, through. It's Emily. Okay. <laughs> One more time, I got this. Smash. Smash. Here, can you tell me that? Smash that like button. Yeah. Boom! Where's the button? <laughs> Emily. I'll do it. Do it. There's the like button. Smash it. I Great just thought job. about what if I missed that? <laughs> like, well, <you laughs> that I was thinking about that as you were winding up, to be honest. Oh, man. Sounds like me. That is so challenging. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you feel isolated and alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are really feeling your, yeah. a lot of emotions. And then there's the game, too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was good. This is good. Let me, so let me just uh, let's move, let's move to one other thing I wanted to do that's irrelevant and a waste of time. Um, okay. Dude, this podcast is so extreme. I know. From just the silliest game to just talking about being Tempest of the Holy Spirit and backing scripture. And there's like no shift. We're just, we're just a pendulum, dude. We're just going from over there to over there. All right, now to talk about mental health. Oh my God. <laughs> So Laughter is the best medicine. Oh, man. So you're healed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. And then there's the game. Yeah. Just got me so good. Oh, Anyone can man. hear me. Help me. Dude, I kept hearing, let's bless him. <laughs> oh, man. E Emily, focus, okay? Yeah, yeah, come on, Emily. Yeah. Focus. One time. Can I use my phone call? <laughs> sure. Yeah, go yeah. for it. I call don't have, have as many call. as you want. Everyone I would call is right here, and they're part of the problem. One so. time uh, I was at church, and this guy just came up to me, 
right before service started and you just said, hey, it's Josh's birthday. Let's bless him. <laughs> and and then just like, me for the rest of us. <laughs> Didn't he like whisper yell that in your ear? <laughs> Yo, yeah. From like so this bad. close? Yeah. Dude, if yes. that was the actual bless card, him. I would have been so pumped. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's bless him. Um, as you can see, I'm wearing a Denver Broncos shirt. Because tomorrow the NFL season begins. Wow. We made it. We've done it. So knowing that Emily's a huge football fan, <laughs> I'm just going to have you guys make some predictions for oh. the season, and then we'll see how it goes. But we'll start easy. Remember when, uh, like four years ago, you gave us a whole rundown on how to play fantasy football? I did made a the, PowerPoint for the staff. To the staff. You worked so hard on it. Yeah. It was great. Brilliant. Yep. It was about as effective as when I taught our staff how to use time budgets. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you... Uh, First, just some week one matchups, and you just tell me who you think is going to win the game. And I'm going to type this to keep it, which reminds me of a haunting thing from my childhood. My dad had this laptop that he let me use, and I got really passionate about the Oscars one year. And I used, I used <laughs> Why? Hold on. During, during the Oscars, I used the laptop to type out all the categories and nominees, and then I would bold the one that won. Nice. I was probably like 11, and my family made fun of me for that for the rest <laughs> oh, of my yeah. life. And so it feels Good. a little bit like that. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night, Thursday night game. Good. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> the okay, Lions versus the Chiefs. Chiefs. Mm. Ryan. Yeah, is this all of us or just Emily? Everybody, oh, sorry. everybody oh. can, everybody's Chiefs gonna contribute. I like to be controversial, so I'll say Lions. All right. Good. Love it. That would be awesome. So you guys are saying Chiefs, mm -hmm. Emily, Lions. Okay. <laughs> we just go through every game for <laughs> a whole 17 season. weeks. <laughs> Most important game for us and you, mm -hmm. Broncos Raiders. Let's go, Broncos. 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 Please God, let that let it be so. Yeah. And then Monday night game, Bills Jets. Little AFC. I can't East. wait. Been watching Hard Knocks, man. Bills. Oh, this is the best show. Doug's going Bills. Emily. You know what. I'm going to say the Bills, and I need you to know that all of my answers have no context for anything no, I know. whatsoever. I'm just... Oh, no, I know. Yep. Okay, Ryan. These guys are going Bills. Because of hard knocks, I'm going Jets. Jets. Okay. Real quick, who's going to win each division? You each get to guess only one person per division. I'm going to name four teams, and you tell me who's going to win this division. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll start with the AFC West. Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. Ah, uh, Broncos. Nice. Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs. Put, put, put uh -huh. Chiefs. Do an asterisk and then say Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Emily, AFC North is the Steelers, Bengals, Browns, and Ravens. I'm doing this from memory, so not impressive. Nice, but. dude. Bengals sound like a ferocious mascot, so I'm gonna say that. That's a that's a good pick. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, if Joe Burrow. The Bengal Tiger. Mm -hmm. Doug, AFC East: Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, Jets. Man. I want to go with the Jets for Chad Pennington. <laughs> and I'm going to do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to do it. And now they have Aaron Rodgers, so mm -hmm. we'll see. All right, Ryan, AFC South, mm -hmm. Titans, Colts, Jaguars, Texans. Mm -hmm. Just a seller of a division. <sighs> Listen, look at that. He's thinking. He's praying. Let me, let me pray about it. Colts, really? I uh, lived in Indiana when I was very young, and so we're gonna go Colts. I can vouch for that. He did. 
Doug, good, Doug good was there with me. Yeah, it was. I was on the Jim Harbaugh a, show. That's interesting. I got yeah. to ask him, what was his best game ever? I said, Jim, what was your greatest game ever? What did he say? He said, uh, AFC, the AFC run they did in 1994 where they lost to the Steelers in AFC title game. Wow. Marvin Har- he threw up a bomb to Marvin Harrison. And Marvin dropped it, right? Mar- yeah, he was like laying on the, on the yeah. ground, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and then he gave you knuckles. Yeah. So there you go. That's why I'm saying the Colts. Jim Harbaugh. Good deal. Emily, Uh NFC West is the 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals, and Rams. I'm going to say the Seahawks because I feel like those fans are crazy people in the best way. They are crazy people. Yeah. I'm scared to upset anybody that goes to our church that's a Seahawks fan. So I'm going to say that. Yeah. Great answer. Doug, Mm -hmm. NFC North, Packers, Sands, Aaron Rodgers. Packers, Bears, Lions, Vikings. Tigers, oh my. Vikings. Vikings, Justin Jefferson. All right, Ryan, NFC East, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Washington Commanders. Eagles for Matt Marino. Yeah, and because they're maybe we'll win. And because they're going to win. And Emily, NFC South, Buccaneers, Saints, Falcons, and Panthers. Well, since this is a Christian podcast, I'm going to say Saints. Wow. Really good. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay. I want to know. Who, I hate that. I thought that was funny. <laughs> who's gonna it win was. the Super Bowl? <laughs> who's gonna win the Super Bowl this year? Each of you. I'm gonna say the Eagles. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Emily. Mm-hmm. Sure, the Eagles. Nice. How'd you think of that? Because <laughs> Ryan said it. No, I know. Doug. <laughs> okay. This is where I answer, you know, from the heart mm. or realistically. Tell me which one of those to do. Realistically, the Chiefs. Oh gosh. Probably. Probably. Anyone want the bonus round? Who's going to win the college football national championship this year? Mm. The CU Buffs. Oh, I would Let's love go. that. So Can you imagine how crazy that would be? That'd be amazing. Probably not this year, but sometime soon. Soon. Please. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else? Do you? Yes, go Buffs. Why not? Yeah, great. Probably not in my generation, but definitely in yours. <laughs> yes. probably, yeah. I can't. I can't. Probably be Georgia. I can't say anyone but the Buffs. It's like how I picked the Broncos over the Chiefs. Well, it would be astounding, but. Astounding. Unprecedented. Right. I'm gonna these are I'm gonna unprecedented file save, times. File save. We'll come back to this. Could you pull up your Oscars <laughs> spreadsheet next? That was your Gladiator one a bunch. Ah. Which was pretty exciting for me. First R-rated, I think, that I got to watch. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Well, as Ryan pointed out Emily earlier. Emily still has not seen an R-rated movie. Good. Good. Could you guys be careful? Because what if my mom listens to this podcast? <laughs> Shout out to Carla. Carla. Wherever Carla. you're watching from. Obviously, huge subscriber. <laughs> um, as Ryan pointed out earlier, huge Emily, donor, the only donor to the Afterthoughts at, uh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's our booster. <laughs> here at the Afterthoughts podcast, we uh, pretty much just go straight from doing stuff like that to talking really seriously nice. about life. We've just wrapped up Temple at church. Sure mm-hmm. have. Talking about being a temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you guys talked about mental health. You've been talking a lot about mental health. You guys not only talked about it on a weekend, but you taught a four-week class, eight sessions, eight sessions. brainstorm. Yeah, correct. Which, unfortunately, I was unable to attend. I noticed. I love when people are like, well, kind of freaked out. If not all three of us do something together, they're like, oh, you're not at brain? Like, What were you doing? Oh, yeah, I don't believe in mental health, so Wait, I won't be there. Ethan was home with his family? Yeah. Um, but I would like to know what you guys did there. So give me brainstorm <laughs> and how to have a sound mind in five minutes. Give me the crash course. Ooh, have wow. you been 
been at it? Yes, I have. And so you, you mm -hmm. share things that you've learned as well. Mm -hmm. And man, we'll see. We'll just see. And then Emily can give a review. Yeah. Or one thing she learned. How many stars out of five? That's what you need to decide. It was only the first two weeks decide. because I was at youth the second two weeks. But wow. I can give my thoughts. Helping them the to have two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. Go ahead. Well, for youth. So huh. nice. I, we, we preached through 2 Timothy a few months back. And 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, You haven't been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And the idea was, as soon, I remember as soon as I said that, the entire room like had this exhale. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't have that. I want that. I don't know how to get it. And yeah. I thought in my own life, when it comes to having a sound mind, I want that, don't have it, don't know how to get it. And so that has put us on a journey the last few months um, trying to get really serious uh, about locking in. Um, what does it look like to have a sound mind? And how do you actually get there? And how do you actually make wise decisions and um, eliminate the things that aren't supposed to be there, add the things that are supposed to be there? Um, and so the, the imagery that we came up with was brainstorm, because so often we're called to have a sound mind, but it feels like there's a storm in our brain and so what we did is for all eight sessions we um pointed out a different storm that that causes your brain to be uneasy um and then we try to give people a, a storm stopper a storm stopping statement nice. in each session um and so that was sort of the from thirty thousand feet the structure of cool. the entire thing cool yep the storm stopping statement sort of that uh that takeaway, a cool mm -hmm. phrase that we came up with, um, because I said this almost every Wednesday night, I told everybody, Ryan's a great preacher, but he's not the most important preacher in your life. You are the most important Doug. preacher. <laughs> then he life. goes, I am the most important preacher. I am. <laughs> Gosh. People just stand up and walk out. <laughs> well, I knew I didn't like these guys. Wow. And now I know for that sure. Was... <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Say you are the most important preacher in your life because nobody listens to you more than you. Nobody talks to you more than you. Mm -hmm. And you got to watch what you're saying to yeah. yourself. So Good. here's some truth to speak over yourself. Um, because when you leave your mind, so to speak, shifted into neutral mm -hmm. and you're not taking ownership of it. But I picture just like a boat at sea all of a sudden there's no anchor yeah. and you're gonna get blown about by the wind and the waves and you're gonna drift and yep. that's what happens to our minds so much so that we think thousands of thoughts every single day. Yeah. It's somewhere between How many like, thoughts is it? 35,000, like you said? No, that's no. Oh, that's decisions. That's, yeah, yeah, Th no. there's lots of different, Yeah, but some people say 6,000 and then you hear somewhere all the way up to 60,000 when it comes to thoughts you have every day. Yeah. So there's, it's a wide range. The point is it's thousands. Yeah. It's thousands. Under a lot. A lot of thoughts. Yeah. And after thoughts. 80% of them. <laughs> this just shows the tendency of the human mind. 80% of them are negative and they tend to drift in the negative direction. Mm -hmm. And 95% of them, by the time you are like 33, 34, 35 years old, are recycled thoughts from yesterday so and crazy. last year and the last decade, mm -hmm. which means your tomorrow you are doomed to repeat your yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah unless you take action and take ownership over your mind. Right. And, and so we talked about the mind. We also talked a lot about the brain mm -hmm. and distinguishing those two things mm -hmm. because for a lot of people, mm -hmm. they've never, like until recently, I've never thought about the difference between my brain and my mind. Can you do the hardware software bit real quick? Oh yeah, so like this phone is hardware and software. 
And so I just um, updated the software like you have to do every yeah. few weeks. I did that a few days ago. Um, but I got new hardware about six months ago. I got a new yeah. phone. Right. Um, so the software is your mind mm -hmm. and the hardware is your brain. Yeah. Your mind essentially lives in your brain. And so it's this idea of not just pursuing health for your mind, but pursuing health for your brain mm -hmm. as well. Otherwise, it's kind of like trying to update software on an iPhone 4, yeah. and you ah. refuse to update the hardware. That's and good. in a lot of ways, you can, you can like attack depression and go after anxiety yeah. and go after worry and go after all of these things that create brainstorms in your mind. But if you're doing things every single day that are hurting your brain, yeah. It's kind of like you're training for a marathon, but every morning you just shoot yourself yeah. in the foot before you mm. go out and start running. Mm. There is a bit of irony mm -hmm. towards this idea of cultivating a healthy mind and getting no sleep every night. Right. And, you know, participating in that bad habit with that substance or whatever that is actually hurting your brain. Yeah. And Physically, yet you're going yeah. to counseling for anxiety. Mm -hmm. Right. There, you know, we have to see it a little bit more holistically where if you can get your brain healthy, like yeah. healthy brain, then everything else about your life, if you can get, if you can do the things that create a healthy brain and stop doing the things that are damaging your brain, right. then pursuing health for your mind all of a sudden is so much easier yeah. and so much more effective. And so we talked yeah. a lot about the difference between the mind and the brain and essentially, yeah, the taking ownership of, we picture, picture Jesus in a storm, on a boat, taking a nap. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the disciples wake him up and he calms the storm mm. because mm -hmm. Jesus has authority mm. over creation. He made creation. Mm. And so now he is, he is manipulating essentially the very creation that he created and he's stopping the storm. Yeah. And in the same way, you might not have authority over the weather, but you have authority over the weather in your brain. Right. And once you realize that, or I guess the more you realize that, mm -hmm. the more you can sort of take that role of, I don't have to just be in the default coasting, drifting mode. That's a pattern of the world, right. yeah. but who wants the patterns of the world? That's normal, but okay, right. anxiety is normal. Depression is normal. Don't be normal. And you have authority. Jesus said, the final thing he said in the Great Commission, all authority has been given to you because it was, or all authority has been given to me, and now I am sharing it right. mm -hmm. with you. And I have found myself at times praying for um, things like peace and praying for things like a sound mind. And God is so good that, that there's so many times where he has answered that, yeah. but then there's also the goodness of him also that would tell me, hey buddy, stop praying, stop asking me to do things for you that I've given you mm -hmm. everything that you need to do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've given you authority over this. You just need to take ownership of yeah. it. Yeah, great. We counter our own prayers often. Yes. Asking for peace, but doing a bunch of things that are gonna damage our brain. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think what's cool hearing you guys talk about this is <clears throat> the wor words like holistic, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like Christians hear stuff like that and it's kind of like, ooh, that's ooh. Right, right. But the idea of being a temple is like a because holistic. Because oftentimes we use that word holistic as like an umbrella phrase to just yes. bring in any topic. Anything yeah. we, we want. For yeah. sure. Rightfully so. 
However, yeah. but the idea behind being a temple is that you have a holistic look right. at mind, body, spirit, yeah. all the parts that make you up play a part with. So give me some practical things you can do to help your brain health, which is going to help your whole life, your mind, everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, th I'm going to sound like this is so obvious and simple, yeah. but if everyone, if, if everyone just did these things, yeah. like there's more and more studies that are coming out about exercise mm -hmm. and how it, like the endorphins that it releases yeah. is kind of like miracle grow for the gray matter of your brain. Right. Wow. And so your brain is neuroplastic. It's way more neuroplastic when you're younger yeah. and neuroplasticity just means it can, it can change mm -hmm. um, and heal and learn. Um, mm -hmm. And as you get older, that sort of miracle growth for your brain keeps that neuroplasticity. Yeah. And so from exercise sleep to the yeah, sleep. to sleep. What's, what is how much huge. do you need to sleep? Well, there's, this is or what's such, the range? There's such a debate on this where you get, you know, sometimes you'll get the achiever type saying, I'll sleep when I'm dead mm -hmm. and yeah. I need three to four hours of sleep at right. night. There probably are a few outliers where that's true. Uh, for most of us, what they say is uh, is seven to eight hours yeah. every single yeah. night. Okay. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. Diet, obviously. Diet, yeah. Hugely helpful. Or they say like even food. Yeah. I heard a quote recently by Dr. Mark Hyman, and he said, uh, food is not like medicine. Because mm. I've heard that a lot. Food's like medicine. It's like food is medicine. Wow. Mm. Food Dang. is medicine. This is the stuff, like the food that God has created yeah. that mm. allows your body, and I include your brain in that. Yeah where your mind lives to function at its highest Dude, capacity. There's so many times where we'll go get a big lunch and then the afternoon I'll have mm -hmm. to have like write a sermon or, or come up with something and I'm just so done yeah. Yeah. and I have to chug coffee just to like get back to even mm -hmm. and I'll be so frustrated like what's wrong with me? And it's like well, you, you just ate four pieces of pine house pizza. That's what's wrong with you. Let's not over and you'll, you'll still this. feel hungry. Pizza, yeah. You'll still feel yeah, hungry because <laughs> really. you have a lot of substance yeah. in you but yeah. there's very little like nutrition. Yeah. nutrition. Yeah, totally. And so yeah. your body's craving those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So our buddy Matt emailed us right at the beginning of this whole series and he's, he's in the psych world. And he said, he was like, what you guys are talking about is the same thing that I talk about, which is yeah. biopsychosocial model. Mm -hmm. So bio, you have a body, psycho, your brain, social, human interaction. He adds spiritual to that. Yeah. Of all these components as a psychologist, as a counselor that he's including into these things. So I want to mm -hmm. ask you. Yeah. You share as much or as little as you want of your own story, but mm -hmm. you have walked into therapy. Yeah. You have worked from the mental, all, mm. all standpoints. Yeah. Um, what are some things that you've learned from your own experience, from yeah. brainstorming the stuff we're talking about? Yeah, I'd say for sure. It's like kind of threefold, but I think all of these things come into play. But to speak to whoever might be watching or listening that grew up in a similar environment that I did that was like very charismatic. And again, in some ways, like I'm very thankful for that because mm -hmm. I feel like I was aware of the Holy Spirit from a young age. Um, but I think what can happen, and it can happen whether or not you grew up in that type of environment, but for people who did, and I did, I think there's this huge pressure on like being led by the Spirit. And Doug, you said it in one of the weeks of brainstorm even like it's like God's will is breadcrumbs right and you have to follow it and I think what I did was take a lot of what pastors or preachers or people with crazy testimonies right that may or may not have been true that's not up for me to decide right but 
it's always extreme, very extreme. And like the Holy Spirit told me to like go to this place and then I lost everything or whatever that may be. And I think walking into like the mental health aspect of things, it was weird to realize how much control I actually do have over my thoughts and that what that's not doing is like fighting against the Holy Spirit. Because I think what I did for a long time was mistake anxiety for like the voice of the Holy Spirit, like anxiety mm. that's rooted in like family trauma or even like call it spiritual trauma, like well-meaning, but spiritual trauma. And what was mm. important for me to do was A, get like psychological help and then be on my own and pushed by a therapist. I had an awesome therapist that was a Christian lady that was like, hey, go relearn who God is again. Mm. But wow. like do like actually do that, you know, from like almost like you don't know. And if you look in the Bible, like what the Holy Spirit's voice actually sounds like, it's like peace, love, right. don't be double minded. Don't, you know, right. and I'm like, mm. oh, if I'm going to call something the Holy Spirit, I better be very mm. sure that's what his voice sounds like. And mm. so I think for me, in order to separate, I almost had to like, I had to separate and then bring back together, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and so yeah. I think I am still in a season of learning, like, yeah, I, I do have control over my thoughts. And that's actually really holy and that's not combative of the Holy Spirit if I actually know what his voice sounds like. And when I can do that, I can be open to yeah. hearing what a therapist wow. might say is actually like, hey, this is actually like OCD in your life or this is actually mm. all of these things mm. that are not spiritual. And again, in a way, everything's spiritual, right? Like even gut health, like we're saying, like mm -hmm. everything is spiritual, but not in the way that I was made to think right. that it was. Not in the way that it combats yeah. physical mental health and the way that they yeah. really work together. And it, it can mm -hmm. be scary to take that first step, I think, into separating those and then bringing them back together yeah. because it feels like you're doing something wrong if you like had it hardwired in your brain yeah. for so long. Mm -hmm. it's, it's in a weird way, I think a lot of, Christians, we've made it out to be like, well, everything is spiritual, so just only focus on just the mm -hmm. stuff we call spiritual yeah. and neglect yeah. Yeah. the other pieces. And what Matt was saying, our buddy is, he said, it's a cool time right now because I see a lot of the faith community, Christians realizing, oh, <clears throat> mental health and physical <clears throat> health are part of our whole yeah. spiritual health. Yeah. And the psych community is saying, oh, spiritual health mm -hmm. is an important part yeah. of this whole thing as well. Um, let me ask you guys two questions. Just get your thoughts on this when talking specifically about mental health. Why, why do you think mental health is, it's such a conversation right now. Why is it so poor, uh, like seemingly in our society? Why is mental health so beat down and so many people with so many struggles? Is it new? Are we more aware of it? Or are there contributors right now that are making, like driving mm. mental health to such a dark place for so many people? It's mm. a big question. Yeah. Well, you guys just, yeah, just answer it. Just simple. It's an easy, like, well, like, well, Ethan, let me quote myself by saying, <laughs> let me quote the most important preacher in your life, Doug Weckerman. <laughs> I mean, the, the starting point, and I don't care that we're going to be a broken record for the next mm -hmm. five decades as we continue to talk about this is phones and mm -hmm. social yeah. media. Yeah. Um, it, it's, I don't know if mental health is, uh, trending in the wrong direction. What I do know is we are now very well aware of all of the bad in mm -hmm. the world mm -hmm. and all of the mm -hmm. reasons we have to be anxious and are very good at projecting our own highlight reels onto social media. And mm -hmm. so the comparison game jumps in and that's just the enemy's playground as you start to, yeah. to scroll and you go, well, 
these people sure seem happy or these people have seemed like they have it all together. Yeah. Why don't I? Um, and we all know that, but we all keep falling. I can't tell you how many trap. people tell me, oh, I took a break from that, from social media yeah. for a couple of weeks and I've just been amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm going to get back. I'm going to go back and to I'm like, it. Well, that, yeah. I don't know that we do that with many other things in our lives yeah. where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my life's so much better without this. Yeah. But I'm going to add it back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's normal. Um, it's weird to not be on social media. Right. Yeah. And you don't have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't. You feel better since you had one? 100%. Yeah. Why did you it's stop? A couple years now. Yeah. Well, I stopped because fantasy football was about to start and I only was going to give myself one vice <laughs> on my phone. So it's not no. Don't make me out to be a saint just yet. And hey, <laughs> I, I, I know that I probably at times can be very dogmatic about phones and social media. And then I am, you know, just as, you know, ESPN app and fantasy yeah. sports and right, stuff. Right, right. But I do know that there's great things that have happened through social media. There's right. stories that have been told and happened and people who've made connections. Cool things happen. For some people, it's business and that's why they need it. I get all that. I just personally, for me, I told our church once, once I got off social media, I like all you guys a whole lot more because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just see wow. you as a human being in our lobby. I don't mm-hmm. see what you're trying to project. I also don't see the ugly stuff that you put up. Mm-hmm. It's taken a lot of pressure off of me to feel like I have to comment on everything that happens in the world because yeah. a lot of times I don't know what to say or yeah. I don't, I'm not needed Yeah. Um, or I'm going to use this platform yeah. and pour yeah. you know, through kind of an earned microphone, I think. Yeah. Some of the yeah. things I think. And, uh, but ultimately it's just one, like, it's one less distraction. It's one less thing to keep me thinking about a bunch of things that aren't pertinent to my day-to-day health. Good. That's yeah. why I made that decision. That's not for everybody. I'm an extreme example of this. Yeah. yeah. I think you, you asked like to bounce back to your question, why does mental health seem like such a big thing now? I think it, I mean, I've only been around for 31 years, but I think it has always been, but I think with, the expansion of technology like we're just more aware of like oh hey i'm not alone Mm. um and so people are talking about it more because it's like and then add on to that any good thing any tool if not handled correctly with wisdom or like just kind of dropped in your lap without an idea of what to do with it can either be like a weapon for good or a weapon for evil and i Mm. think if you don't take that and use that awareness to then be like, okay, now what do I do with it to like heal and move on? It's like, yeah. then you have just groups of people with no, like, I don't know, foundation of health to like, how do I actually get this under control? And then it's like, well, left to our own devices. We're just going to spin on it and spin on it and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it mm. until, I don't know, that's not like a fully mm. formed thought. Yeah. But I think that's why I think we're just more aware of it. And like, yeah to our health totally. and like to our demise. Right. Okay, let me ask about that. Yeah. I'm gonna ask a question that's probably gonna make some people mad. Can we go too far when it comes to talking about mental health? Can someone become too like, it's not a word, but like therapized? Mm-hmm. Where there's people I talk to and I worry, everything in your life has been validated and there's been good to that because you have had to have somebody tell you like, yep. hey, it's, this is why you think that, it's okay that you feel <clears throat> that way, you're a broken human being, this happened, that wasn't your fault, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it swing the pendulum for some people where it's like everything in my life is valid and it's everybody else's fault. And I'm off the hook now because I've Mm. done this whole mental health journey. Thoughts on that? I know that's Mm. probably a controversial thing to ask. No, I have thoughts on it. (laughs) I see a lot recently people will share things on Instagram, let's say, and the comments will be, or like what they'll tag is, um, we really need to start talking about mental health. Mm. And I, I read that and I go, are we like, what world are you living in a different world than me? Are we not, have we not been talking about this for yeah. 
like at least five years or the church needs to start talking about mental health. I'm like, we talk about it in some way, shape or form, like every single week. Um, And that's good. And I guess what I would say is we need to keep talking about this. Because I go, wait, does, do people think that the world is not talking about this yet? Yeah. It just, like, that, that's interesting to me. Yeah. Because it does reveal, I think, a little bit of you can start to find comfort in just the mental health narratives and the bad side of it. Yeah. Where let's just keep talking about all the, the ways all of us have low mental health and um, maybe, maybe the words validation Maybe it's finally somebody sees like what I've been feeling. It's kind of like when we as the church make um, testimony videos. Mm-hmm. And I love all of our testimony videos, yeah. beautiful stories, but we will show a lot of videos where it highlights, you know, the, the prodigal son, rock bottom addiction, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Um, and it highlights sort of the, the drama. Mm. And then at the end, there's this conclusion of, but I came home and I found Jesus. Um, And I think what we need is more and more stories and more and more narratives of even the testimony like I want our kids to have Mm -hmm. of, hey, I mean, I've got my stuff, obviously, life hasn't been perfect in this world, you will have trouble, but I've, I've been like doing this God's way and I've avoided a lot of things and there actually is so much good that has happened. yeah, I wonder if we're only talking about the uh, the drama yeah. of the mental health and not highlighting stories of people who have a testimony now that would say, wow. I used to be drowning yeah. in depression. Yeah. And now, by these habits and by educating myself in these ways and by stopping these things that were hurting my brain and by starting therapy and by getting into community mm-hmm. and by changing my diet, my life is so much different now. I don't fully know, this is gonna be controversial, that people want to move into that yeah. yet. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, is I think, mm. I think the, the, the forethought for all of that. Nice. nice. <laughs> Just Emily, a natural. You're right at home, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. The forethought would be, okay, to that question of like, can you talk too much about mental health? It's like, mm-hmm. well, what's, what's your end goal of talking about it? Is it to like, heal it or is Mm -hmm. it just to talk about it Mm. and let's say you do get like a diagnosis in therapy like that's helpful and necessary but then with that diagnosis like am i taking that on as an identity now or is it like an awareness of something that i now have better tools to interact with because we all will continue to be broken this side of heaven but like what's my end goal of talking about it? Because if it's to take that on as an identity and make that thing an idol, again, not to, not to diminish the, yeah, it's like getting a diagnosis is huge and it's real. Mm -hmm. And like, what's not being said is like, get over that or get Mm -hmm. past it. Some of it you will live with for the rest of your life. Sure. But how, and what's the goal of talking about it? Is it to interact with it differently and to be aware of it or Mm -hmm. to take that on as your identity? Because our human nature can be so good to try to find a license to stay broken Mm -hmm. because it's hard to Mm -hmm. heal. It's hard to start implementing therapy and physical things like exercise and how I eat. Like Mm -hmm. to really run at, like I want to be a healthy, flourishing individual takes a lot. Because to take every thought captive and to take control of your life is freaking hard. So hard. And uncomfortable and like leaves you sitting in a lot of tension sometimes. 
of like a healthy anxiety of like, I need to let this come up and sit in it Yeah. because not everything, it's been the biggest thing in my life recently is like, Hey, I don't need to react to everything I yeah. feel or think <laughs> I can like, like you said, think about what you're thinking about. Yeah. Plugging so much brainstorm, but like, think about what you're thinking about. And then once like the emotion has passed, like respond to what okay. you looked at, yeah. not just react to like what you feel. Yeah. So I don't know what's your end goal of talking about. But yeah, it is hard, especially when it's not necessarily your fault that you're in that pit. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I, week one of brainstorm, I said this to everybody. It was tough to say, but it felt like pastorally essential. Mm -hmm. I said the, the second most unfair thing I could ever say to you is that while what happened to you and that hand you were dealt or that situation that got you here was not your fault. But what you do from here mm-hmm. is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the second most unfair thing yeah, you right. could ever say. The first most unfair thing I could ever say to you is Jesus died for your sins. Right. Yeah. You want right. to talk about unfair? Grace right. is unfair. Right. But the second most unfair thing that even though you didn't get yourself there, or maybe you did, maybe you didn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. The point is what you do from this point on is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And as hard of a pill as that can be to swallow, it's freedom and liberating because mm-hmm. now you go from victim who can't do anything about this for the rest of my life to God is with you and what is impossible for man is now possible with well, God mm-hmm. and he's given you the tools and you've got this. And there can be a story here. You've got the makings of a testimony. It's not there yet. Mm-hmm. You got the That's drama so part of it, you know? Yeah. But so good, the, the victory part of it is, is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's battles in between here and there. <clears throat> but God's with you. Yeah. And he, he'll go before you, but he won't go for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, let me ask you guys this. For you personally, what is one of the biggest contributors to your mental health being in a good place, to you walking out of a lot of what we're talking about mm-hmm. and into the abundant life that Jesus has for you. The biggest one for me, uh, I shared it week one, is the line, I don't need to overthink, I just need to stop and think. Mm. So that was our storm stopper. Um, mm. And I've been preaching that to myself, Doug, you've preached that to me a few times since. I don't need to overthink, I just need to stop and think because I'm, when it comes to overthinking, I'm an overachiever. I, if something happens in the past, I will ruminate on it and circle back to it and circle it and circle it and circle it and circle it. And all of that is just creating a storm in my brain. Yeah, It's wasted energy. Um, and the reason I'm doing it is because I'm not hitting the pause button. Mm facing the the storm head on mm-hmm. allowing myself to feel it all the sadness or the mm-hmm. shame or the the scariness or whatever it was process it yeah. and, and think about it and then let it go mm. and so this line you don't need to overthink you just need to stop and think has been a, a tremendous gift for me yeah i think for me it's been um like to think about what you're thinking about But for me specifically, I think where I've spun in the past is like every thought must mean something, you know, like every fear, Mm -hmm. every. And so it's been like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to delay any reaction to any thought like Mm -hmm. that I have intentionally, like just delay it, delay it. And then 
when I'm in a better place, then I'll respond <laughs> to. Mm. And it's been, again, like I said earlier, like redefining in my life, like what what is the Holy Spirit's voice? I have like a, and you said this in Brainstorm, Ryan, um, you said, maybe, yeah, I think, it, no, actually, maybe it was you, Doug. doesn't matter. One of you Hard to it. tell them apart. Yeah. Same guy. Well, I'm yeah. the most Wait, important preacher guys, in Ryan's life because I've been you preaching. You guys must be related. Yeah. Um, one I of go you, by Ryan, Ethan, or Doug, <laughs> so don't worry. One of you um, essentially said the one of the first steps is to like look at what you've done in the past. Oh, like I think I said you. that, yeah. <laughs> okay. Nope, I know that wasn't <laughs> yeah. Look at what you've done in the past, yeah. and then where has it gotten you? Yep. And I think I have always been somebody that can be very overwhelmed. Like, I want to do the right thing, right? There's mm-hmm. a lot of control in the wrong ways, and like we'll react and then hindsight will be like, that didn't get me where I wanted to be. And so it's been like very much just slowing down, delaying reactions, hmm. thinking about what I'm thinking about and realizing like, okay, if this thought pattern is taking me down this path of like fear that I've been down before, I'm going to not act ways I've done before and I'm going to intentionally choose something different until that feels like a new pathway, but it's really, it's really yeah. hard to do. Such a battle. So it feels wrong. Yeah. So yeah, that's for cool. me, it's just like delay, delay yeah. reaction. Nice. That's and cool. don't like react while you're feeling something. Um, mine is, I'm going to quote Dr. Daniel Amen, the brain guy, but learning how to, and I actually think this goes along with your question. Why is mental health such a thing right now? Um, learning how to drip dopamine mm-hmm. instead of dump dopamine mm. yeah with how i live and my experiences so dopamine is that molecule of more in your brain it's a feel good molecule your brain releases it for rewards but your brain also releases it for motivation it's what makes you feel alive mm-hmm. um we have so many experiences nowadays and and this provides so many of them mm-hmm. yeah. that causes dopamine in your brain just to dump yeah the problem is you only have so much of it yeah and we got to do a whole episode on this soon. So you, you dump that dopamine and then all of a sudden it has to fill back up, but that's why you feel low. And so then you, you just do more stuff, energy drinks, you know, m- give me my phone again, give me that experience again, give me that substance to try to desperately get your dopamine back up and then dump it again. And yeah. as opposed to learning how to just drip it, that life to the full, I think is oftentimes found in just enjoying the, the moments, every moment of the yeah. day. There was a, a award-winning study that was done at Stanford years ago where they had kids who loved to draw. Mm-hmm. They just loved to draw. And then they started rewarding them for their pictures by giving them like stickers or chocolate or whatever. And then eventually they took away the reward mm. and the kids no longer <sighs> enjoyed drawing. Jeez. And that comes back, eventually it came back, but yeah. the it went from dripping dopamine while you're drawing because you love right. the process and the right. journey to now it's going to get through that as a means to dumping dopamine as a reward at the end. Wow. And yes, yeah, so learning, learning the, how to get back to enjoying the small moments um, and a healthy cultivating of dopamine levels that just drip in your brain That's as opposed man. to, because now more than ever, we have more and more and more opportunities. Oh, yeah to just dump dopamine. Yeah, I think stop. that's why people feel low yeah. all the time. Mm. I think it's one of the reasons. Yeah. And are scared because once it dumps, there's like, then there's a trough and then yeah. you feel low the morning after mm. or the moment after. Yeah. And uh, not knowing what to do with that other than 
let me let me find more opportunities. And that's a cycle that just leads you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I think we're seeing a that's like huge, an epidemic man. of that. That's I huge. heard Andrew Huberman say, like, the future belongs to those who understand this mm-hmm. and can mm-hmm. control. Yeah. Self-control, self-control of you have it just because you have access doesn't mean you need all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it might be to your own detriment sure. that you indulge. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's great. Yeah. That's good. Very good. You? Dopamine drip. Um, mine is routine and exercise. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I wake up and I'm in a good routine physically and I have structure to my days, it feels like that just quiets that storm in my brain. So I'm a simple creature, but that's what I need. Um, closing out temple. Yeah. Last takeaways, anything for you as being a temple of the Holy Spirit that you're like, I'm walking out of these conversations. Not that it's over now and we just figured it out. This stuff, we'll, can, we'll be talking about all this stuff a lot, but from this time period, something that you're walking away like tangibly, I'm implementing that in my life or I just needed this. This is my hope out of this. Yeah, mine is, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So nice. Learning moderation with, with all of life. Yeah. Um, this isn't like a four weeks where we're getting back to eating healthy so that we can swing the pendulum and eat terrible. Yeah. It's the learning how to implement uh, a, a lifestyle that is sustainable and that we enjoy mm. and that leads us to, to full life. And I'm by no means there, but working on that nice. in my own life. Nice. Hmm. <laughs> i trying to think of something I haven't already said. Yeah. Because I think a lot of this is just like basics, yeah. broken record, but is it, are you doing these things? Right. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I remember talking about this week two of Temple, you know, win the day and those days are going to start to add up. Yeah. You know, you think about just day stacking, mm-hmm. stacking sheets of paper on top of each other. Each one feels just like yeah. it's mm-hmm. nothing. But then before you know it, you get a few months under your belt and then all of a sudden it's I don't know when it happened, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I am different than I was, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't because I did it. I did something one time, mm-hmm. yeah. It was because I made a new lifestyle, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. you reap eventually what yeah. you sow. You just have to give it enough time, yeah, to grow. And so if you can play the long game, mm-hmm. if you can Surround. play the long game, um, so that's that's my takeaway. That's is great, man. Got a lot of, Lord willing, life left, mm-hmm. yeah. And what seeds am I sowing? now good and we're such creatures of extremes yeah that so much what we're talking about is a day by day yeah right decision by decision right little things Mm -hmm. it's good yeah i think just again for me like fully embracing like more and more that like every piece of who i am is deeply connected like again from physical health to Mm -hmm. mental health to spiritual health like it really does matter and it just it can seem mm. silly right on the surface you're like well why does what i eat affect how close i feel to god and you're like well it just does <laughs> <laughs> it just does <laughs> because mm-hmm. he said it and because you are just that way and like yeah. when you realize that it absolutely does because of the hardware and the software yeah. yes. like being in the same place right like it, yeah. it does matter and so yeah that's good yeah mm-hmm. um this was a convicting question i read that i'm going to put in terms of what we've been talking about talking corporately about like the church and being, you know, people following Jesus. The question is, what if everyone in your church was as committed as you, what would your church look like? Mm. And I'll to put that in this context. What if every temple of the Holy Spirit in your community was like, looked like you? Mm. And that's like convicting, but I have found it inspiring um, because I want to be a thriving 
temple that if there was a bunch of those, it would be like, dang, this place, there's stuff happening here and not hold back from what God has for me, which means I have some decisions to make in that. Um, but I think that's a good question for all of us. What if everyone lived like you, gave mm. like you, served like you, mm-hmm. had a relationship with God like you, was this flourishing temple like you, what would the church look like um, as a call forward? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, great. that's really good. good Any stuff, last man. thoughts as we close up for the day? Should we get the headphones back on? <laughs> Nobody. Oh, when we we forgot to chime in. <sighs> and did you have any? Did you need to chime in? Uh, Do you want to chime in one time? Yeah, I'd like to, to chime close in, it out. Please, can you? Let's have her chime in. Go, Emily. <laughs> 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 nice. nice. You go on. I think Emily wants to chime in. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you guys get these? Chimes.com. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Windinstruments.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. beautiful. Oh, wind the day, and they'll start to add up. I learned a lot oh, about instruments today. Yeah. I can tell you that. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. My afterthought for all of this is like that um, the girl I met in Welcome Party a couple weeks ago said, you're the girl that said Ethan can't play on the stage. And I said, yes, and I mean that. that well, wow. that's... Well, he's never even heard of music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, now you're going to try I'm new to the out. concept, so we don't know whether I'm maybe a maybe prodigy. You're a prodigy. Yeah, you could be. I, I, I don't, don't know. You could so, be. Thanks, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's great thanks to have you. Thanks for having me. You're an awesome leader and person and person to converse with. So we'll, yeah. we'll be having you back. You. Good luck on your NFL predictions. <laughs> thank Can't you, wait you, for the season. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll keep talking. We're about to start into some new stuff in the alive and free alive and free. conversation mm-hmm. killing the things that are killing you oh yeah Let's so there'll go. be some really good stuff coming up in the next couple yeah, weeks this series is gonna get real yeah gonna get real as yep. always share this smash that like button jacob and kayla you're the best thank you guys Thanks for all so. your hard work and uh until next time we'll see you next week